0: Wild times. Yeah.
1: That didn't work. Remember when shaking the pencil thing made it like look like it was bendy in school and that was like a popular thing? Yeah, it still works. No, I just tried it. Look, I was trying to do it to the theme. It doesn't look like it's working. I see it. Does that look like it's bending? Very much so, yeah. (laughs) it looks like shit to me. Maybe (laughs) it's your eyes. Here we go. That is a weird way to start a podcast. This is The Wild Times, episode number 87, the greatest show on the air, a show where me and two of my buddies hang out, talk a bunch of nonsense, drink a little booze, talk about animals, wildlife, what's going on in the world, what's going on in the news, and how each other are doing because we care. So I am your host, Forrest Galante, the Broologist. Joining me today is <laughs> Patrick DeLuca, Yo. the Broducer. What's up, Pat? What, what's up, man? How are
2: you? Oh, chilling. It's uh, it's Christmas time. The chill. There's a chill yeah. in the air. Uh, <laughs> I was out out filming the last couple days. Got down to 32 degrees. In California? Where were you? Santa Clarita. It's hmm. a lot colder oh, wow. there. Yeah, and it was it was just nice, man. It's just it just feels good.
1: Yeah, it's good. Christmassy. You know, mm-hmm. I grew up in the southern hemisphere and the hottest time of the year was Christmas. And we tune us, we turn into, you know, we we'd go on TV and we'd watch, you know, Christmas story and all these different Christmas movies. And there's all these white Christmases and the snow and this cold. Now, I live in Southern California, so it's not wildly different yeah, than Africa. Saying. But it is nice when it's cold and damp, and and it feels Christmassy, unlike where I grew up, which never felt Christmassy. Yep. Yeah. It's nice. Anyway, on the other end of the spectrum, the waiting. PhD yeah. in podcasting, Mr. Ritep. What's up, Peter? Yeah,
0: I don't feel like... Uh I I should interject until I'm introduced, because it it just derails things right from the beginning. Well, the
1: problem is I derail before we even get to you. I I just like Christmas and start talking about (laughs) something else. That's
0: what people (laughs) love about this podcast. Pat, you missed it. Uh, Bonus pod going up today. We've pumped out. That'll be like two in one week. Love you guys. Love you, patrons. (laughs) Um, And uh, Graber, friend of the pod, was on. You were missing, and they're is a little bit of shit-talking about it. Glad to be here. Oh, really? Cheers, mates. Really? Huh.
2: Yeah, it's funny. Maybe, maybe you'll listen to it. The no. Brosners give give Forrest a pass when he's out on an adventure, but when I'm filming, mm-hmm. they shit-talk well, me from missing. To, no, no. To to be you're not fair, to miss it. To be fair, it was me and Forrest talking shit about you, not the
1: Brosners. That's fine. Yeah, I, true. May,
0: I may listen true. to it.
2: I mean, look, Graber's <laughs> fucking hilarious, so I'm, I'm pretty excited to uh, <laughs> see... Is. See what you guys got into. He yeah, is a he's funny guy, as fuck too.
1: God, would you let that go? He I've heard about like, that like six times. He looks like John
0: Ham. I, I, I love a square <laughs> jaw. I can't, I can't
1: <laughs> get over. it. What, what else are you going guys on? doing for Christmas? Where, where are we going? What are we hmm? doing? I'm well, about to leave. I'm about to go yeah. foraging, which I'm looking forward to. What are you guys doing? It's Pat's
0: favorite time of year, and I can tell because he's been happy for two months straight.
2: So it well, I mean,
1: starts, starts around Halloween for him. It sure does. Uh, yeah.
2: But no, well, I mean, let's not bury the lead. We all hung out for uh, at Ritep's little Christmas shindig. That was yes. quite exciting. Yeah. That was uh, very fun. Lots of booze. Yeah, for so did Lots of laughs. It. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Forrest that's right. Came. I said I wasn't coming. Um, there was so much food. I had no idea there was going to be so much food. I like made myself like a healthy chicken breast meal and then it's, got to Peter's, and there was this ridiculous spread... Of Listen, unbelievable it, food. It,
0: there's this thing, right? So we, I just moved into this house. I've never owned a home. And uh, it's a nice home. And you, when you start doing your first Christmas decorating in the first home you purchased, mm-hmm. I, I've been to Lowe's and Home Depot back and forth at least 50 times, sometimes two, <laughs> three times in a day getting smart bulbs, Christmas lights, and then <laughs> the food gets there, which uh, my lady handled. And I'm
1: like, there's enough
0: food for 150 people here. There <laughs> How was. many people there are was. we having? But it was When, fun. when
1: I told Liat that, because uh, she was like, oh, come, come, like, good, good to see you. She's like, go and eat. I was like, ah, I actually just had dinner. She's like, what? I was like, I yeah, know. no, I, I, I ate on my way down here. I didn't I, know there was going to be food. And the... Amount of anger in her facial (laughs) expression that you hadn't conveyed to me that there was going to be food at the party. I thought that she might kill you later. Not
2: only not only did you not convey it, Peter, yeah. you specifically said light snacks or light appetizers. First of
0: all, Pat, I have I never, I, I never, I never said have, that. I, w- I would love to see I that have. text because I got in a lot of a trouble because you used those specific words. And Forrest, I mean, I, in all fairness, I did not f- tell Forrest or you mm-hmm. because I had mm-hmm. you on individual texts. And then everybody else was on group texts. And I told Irrelevant. them all to come hungry. Irrelevant. And I forgot, about you, I forgot Irrelevant. about you too. I forgot about you too because I think about you too much. You're all, you're in my head too much. So mm. I'm sorry. You, but you still ate
1: like seven plates, Forrest. Yeah, because I had to drive back to Santa Barbara. I had to sober up oh, by eating mountains excuse. of food yeah. Uh, yeah. as the night went on. I started I with like, nah, drunk. I I had, to eat,
0: I had to eat because I got way too drunk. Had to.
1: <laughs> Pat... <laughs> uh,
0: I'm, I'm trying to for the find text. it. I'm trying yeah, to find it. For the but tell us about your uh, Chris Mose plans.
2: <laughs> going back east, fucking hell, it's gonna be. A, it doesn't. I mean, make look, sense. F- yeah, flying White to Christmas. Florida, flying to Florida for five days, then mm. going up to, to the Catskills. Got a nice uh, ski cabin. We're gonna do. But here's the thing. Nice. Here's 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 an idea. And I want all the Brosners to really, those who celebrate Christmas, to really listen to me and listen good. <laughs> because I changed up the, the Christmas tradition last year at, at my, my place here because it was like the COVID Christmas and we didn't travel. Yeah. So standard Christmas procedure is you wake up in the morning, everyone gathers around the tree and you do the stockings, do the presents. Maybe, you know, maybe you eat a donut, whatever, whatever the tradition is in your house, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Last year, we waited until sundown on the day of Christmas what? to do the mm. whole ceremony, the presents, it okay. is fantastic. It is so much better for this reason. When the presents are done, it's like Christmas is over. Right, It's a kill. And then true. it's like 10 a.m., the sun's out, and it's just like, huh, what do we do now? Another day. Right. Instead, you get up when you want. Number one, you don't have to wake up first thing. You're not Ooh, all I tired like and feeling like shit. Everyone gets to sleep in. Then you still get the full day of anticipation for the big the, the stockings and the presents, Interesting. right? Yeah. So even think about for the kids. They get, well, that, they that, get, that's this my genius. question. You get Sorry, six to no. eight hours of anticipation. You're looking at the presents. You're thinking. You're waiting until sundown. Then the sun starts to go down. The kids are like, okay, it's dark. Let's do it. Opening presents in the dark is more fun. For the adults, they can have a glass of wine or a beer while they do it. it mm-hmm. It's It's the new thing.
1: That's... So here's my question to you, and I'm not I'm not not on board for this. I just need to know more. (laughs) Sure. Sure. How do you if you had told seven year old Forrest that he had to wait on Christmas Day until sundown, I still would have got up at 6 a.m. I still would have gone into my parents bedroom. I would have (laughs) yelled at them and been like, we got to go. It's Christmas. Come on. And then every minute and a half. For the remaining eight hours of the day, I would have pestered them about opening presents. I'm sure of <laughs> sure, it. Sure, 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 sure. So is that, a, are you, do you just, well, first of all, do you just have better behaved children around you? Because that makes sense.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, but no, I mean, look, I may have done the same thing, but if, if I was Mr., uh, Mr. Forrest's dad, what I would say is, son, how do you feel when the last presents opened?
1: What's terrible. the feeling? It's all Pat's over. dad
2: tips right here. It's, it's no, all over. Good.
1: This is good. It's, it's all, all over. Yeah, yeah, it is. You got to wait another but, but year I, for that feeling. I, yeah, p-
0: I'll play devil's advocate on that one because I remember I would get like, if I got like a video game system, I was out of their hair for the rest of the day. Couple of games. <laughs> so there Interesting. is a benefit. benefit. But the
2: ma- <laughs> that's true. Like, it is fun to play with your new shit, but the magic of the feeling, of the anticipation, That's that's why we all, as adults, Put up trees, Christmas lights, do parties, do ugly right. sweater parties. We love that feeling. Once it's over and the last presents open, sure you got new toys, new shit, but like the the magic's kind of gone. And there's something that's just much more palatable about that when it's dark out, it's night. You still got you. You let the kids stay up late. That's the other thing. Forrest, what was, your, For sure. what was your what was your bedtime when you were seven? Probably eight p.m. Well, son, would you like to stay up till eleven tonight?
1: Very much so, yes.
2: (laughs) Okay, so when it's sundown, let's all gather around the tree and you can tear into your presents. I
1: I, I like it, and because here's why. If I think back to my youth, that day would have been so tormenting (laughs) that the the reward of opening those presents would have been tenfold what it was from just waking up and hustling my parents into the living room and, and opening the presents. Like, totally. Because the anticipation only starts when you wake up that day, and then it's usually an hour, right? Talks. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. then you're like, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. And then you finally get to it. Now, you've got this whole day of, and you can tease your kids through this, by the way. I and like this it. is important That'll to help me. Their demeanor. I, I feel like the whole day <laughs> you can be like, wow, that present, see, with the red, shiny oh, wrapping yeah. paper?
0: <laughs> Wait, till <you> <laughs> Wait
1: till you see that thing, man. I, I Should we open it now? No, 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 we're gonna wait till sundown. We're gonna yeah. wait till sundown. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, but boy, that's a fun a one.
2: He's gonna be <laughs> bullying other kids in school.
0: Well, you also want the that sun, pencil, it's, you could have it at the end
2: of the day. It's not like the sun doesn't go down until nine o'clock. It's down by five o'clock. It's like o'clock. four like thirty. Yeah. Like yeah. four thirty. We
1: live we live in Southern California. We're almost as far south as you can get, meaning the days are the longest that you can in the continental United States. It's still dark by like four thirty right now.
0: Yeah. yeah. For sure. So yeah. if you
1: live anywhere north of us, it's dark even earlier, which, yeah, no, it's... It, I like it. I like it because of the torment factor for the children, the anticipation that it builds, yeah, the totally. excitement. Yeah, no, that's nice. And, but, and you
2: let the kids stay up late as a reward. It's like, yeah, I, I, yeah. you I think, know... I yeah. think uh, my
0: take on this is, first of all, I think it's genius. I, I don't just like it. Thank I you. love it. Oh, look at that. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> reason, the reason is, is because... First of all, you teach your children, for the children who are experiencing this tradi- new tradition, <laughs> uh, you teach them an important lesson that with patience comes great reward. So Absolutely. having them have it, bec- and it's true in life, it, it expands out bigger. But but, but the, at the end of the day, <laughs> but, but, but. <laughs> you, get to, you get to like... That, that anticipation, the fact that Christmas is not yet over, the lights are not coming down, it's not even, it's it's the difference between it being a Saturday and it being a Sunday night, like, mentally. Yes. You know what I
1: mean? Yes, it is.
2: And that's, that is exactly <laughs> that's why right. I'm with this. I'm on Let board. Let me ask you this. Forrest, do you like tacos, the delicious taco?
1: Uh, of course.
2: Okay. <laughs> so when is, a de- when is a taco taste better? Is it scenario A, in which you've, like, already eaten dinner and then an hour later a friend just, like, hands you a taco? Or or is it when you haven't eaten all day, you've been out on a hike, you've been out fucking, Ooh. you know, blah, blah, blah. And at, like, 2 p.m., you decided, like, holy shit, I, I just think tonight's taco night.
1: I mean, it's a no-brainer, right? It's, it's, yeah. it's scenario B, and then you That's just smash 30 tacos. No, I get it. I get it. I get what you're setting up here. I like it. Let me ask you this. Let let me me Let me let – me, I'm going to pivot from this a hair – when I was 14 years old, I moved to California. Okay, and I came from Africa, where we have every cool big animal you can imagine. Now, as soon as I got to California, I was like, "There's only one animal I want as a pet, and it's a bear. I'm like, this is California; <laughs> they should be everywhere." And I was convinced that I would. F- have I told this story before no. about trying to get a guard bear? Oh, okay. No, so, I don't think so I wanted, I wanted a guard bear. I wanted to find a bear. And keep in mind, I'm a 14-year-old, so I'm an idiot. But I wanted to yes. hike around the, the hills of Central California, find a den, crawl inside, steal a bear cub, and make, make a guard bear for my house. And I had seen you know, circus movies and things. I knew how trainable they were. I'm like, this is, this is something I'm going to do. And the reason I'm tying this into Christmas is because it was about, I want to say, two days prior to Christmas of age 14-year-old Forrest that I found a bear den in central California after many, many long hikes, and was like, all right, this is it. I'm going (laughs) to get my bear cub. Well, any logical person would tell you that bears aren't cubs at Christmas time. They're born in the spring. So you have about a year old bear in that den by the time you find it. I, not, I wouldn't not have the put cu- that together. I, I would no, be like... No, and neither yeah, did 14-year-old yeah. Forrest, the same guy who wanted a guard bear at Christmas. Um, so, yeah, anyway, so I found I found a bear den. I I didn't get chased out of there, but I did, <laughs> I did have an encounter with the bear that lasted very, very short amount of time, and then I gave up on my dreams of guard bear. Anyway, I tell the story to ask you this. If you could have... Any Christmas creature, any Christmas critter, you open, Mm. you know, the biggest dream is you open a, you open the, as a kid, you open the package, there's a puppy inside, right? Mm. That's, that's it. That's adorable. You see it on the, the good dad movies. Like you you just see it. Yeah, You could open that Christmas present. What would be your critter inside? Your, your fully trainable pet. What is it?
0: (laughs) Oh God, this one's easy for me and it's just Perfect. It'd be an otter, man. I, I watch otter videos on YouTube. They're, they're amazing. There's this one where the, she's feeding them sushi. They're trainable. <laughs> they go swimming. They come in the tub. Like they're they're amazing, just all around.
2: Yeah, I okay. mean, if you're going for it's just a pure pick. cuteness, well, I mean, a lot of fun there too with the otter. I mean, they can oh, do all God. sorts of
1: tricks. They're very yeah. That's a good pick.
2: I mean, zero question for me. It's it's same. It's not even close. It'd be a hyena.
1: Hyena. Yeah, that makes for sense for protection. Uh,
2: God, it would be so if you had a fully trained, lovable oh, yeah. hyena that like wanted to cuddle with you and stuff. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. I have a buddy who works with one. We should have him on the pod. His name's Max Strong. Great name. Um, yeah. Yeah. You should check him out on Instagram if anybody's listening to this. We'll have him on the show sometime. And uh, he, I don't think he owns the hyena, but he works with it. It's in Florida or one of these, you know, southern states where people have everything that they shouldn't. And um, <laughs> yeah, Max, it, it's funny because. He strikes me as a Patrick DeLuca type who would just have a house hyena. You know, just a, just sure. a house hyena. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. I like <laughs> that. Well, mine I mean. is an obvious answer. It, was this, it remains the same as when I was 14. Mine's a guard bear. I would open the box. There'd be an adorable bear. I'd be like, oh, a teddy bear. Fun. I'm too old for this. No, no, no. It springs it's to alive. life. It is a real black bear that's alive as a baby, and I would teach it to be my sidekick and companion, and it would sit... Out the front door at night and act it's, as a guard it's like bear. A lot of work. I mean, a you lot have to of work. Clean
0: up after this. Do you? Do they have dog like dog pickup bags that size? Uh, I guarantee
1: you, you, your otters are more work than uh, than the bear. Are, yeah. otters, otters, are otters so your destructive? Gore, you mate. Are you otter your mind? <laughs> Dude, people nice.
0: own otters. <laughs> Nobody owns a bear except for the
2: circus, <laughs> That's maybe.
1: Not true. That's not true. Just Say an, an f- FYI. Yeah. Striped.
2: The striped hyena can if if you get them when they're young, they. Nobody should do this. It's illegal, and they, they belong. <laughs> they don't belong in your house. But striped hyenas can be uh, tamed and fully trained. And, and wow. the, the ancient Egyptians actually used them for in hunting.
1: It's very cool. It's a very Dude, cool path. Dude, that
2: would be
0: honestly, like, the coolest fucking animal to go hunting with. Are you kidding me? By the way, like... You too, Pat. Hyena, just a lot of work, man. Around the house with the with the baby and the other dog. How how are you going to train it to get along with the
1: dog? That,
2: uh, oh, uh, dude, I, it would be a striped hyena that had been tamed mm-hmm. at birth. And yeah, you okay. get a little
1: one. They'd how big is a hyena?
0: How big is
2: it? How much does they're it weigh? Big.
1: They're big. They're not Great Dane big, but they're big. I don't know the exact weight. But, but, but like, they're, yeah, they're like big
0: 500, 600 pounds? No, no, God, no not no, even no, okay. no not,
1: not even half of so that. Like a, no, nowhere near okay. that. The it's like, it's like, a think like a big German shepherd kind oh, of thing. Oh, I like thought that they size. were way
2: bigger than that. No, okay. no, 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 no. Pets makes um, a little more sense. Than they're here. like ma- max 100. It says max 120 pounds. Yeah, that's okay. right.
1: All right, all right. Um, okay. Good if picks. you got a yeah. hyena, Patrick, I think you'd have to get a neck tattoo. Because guys <laughs> who have hyenas strike me as guys who need neck tattoos. Yeah, no, I would hyena. go
2: opposite. I would start wearing a suit just around the house. <laughs> <laughs> go full eccentric. Oh, that's uh, funny. Forrest, what's, uh, what's in the news this week, man? What's, what mm. kind of wildlife stuff's going mm. on? Peter, we got a jingle? Oh, we got a jingle, mate.
1: What's in the news? <laughs> sir, news from the underground.
0: Shout out to right. M.K. for the jingle. Thank you, sir. Ah,
1: oh, it's so good. I love all our jingles. So, actually, I will lean into Rateps. Silly Christmas Critter, because one of the headlines that I saw this week was a man was walking through the botanical gardens in Singapore when a gang gang of 20 otters attacked him. He barely escaped with his life after sustaining 26 bites. This guy got his shit pushed in. By an otter. Uh, <laughs> Yikes. And <laughs> I, I, I've said this before: mustelids as a group, they are <laughs> the most terrifying creature. Like, if giant river otters decided to rise up, they would take over. Ja- There's a reason jaguars don't fuck with otters, right? I mean, they are just terrifying creatures. And so, a yeah. it, so couple things here. I've walked through these botanical gardens in Singapore. They're stunning. I wish I had known that there were a bunch of Asian small-clawed otters in them because I never saw a single one. I wasn't looking, but look at that photo. Yeah. What did this guy do? And I actually haven't even read. I just read the headline thought it was hilarious. What did this guy do to provoke this full gang of otters?
2: He was he, he was doing nothing. He said he, uh, he was approaching the visitor center, and he said he saw this group of otters, like walking in a line, uh, like crossing a dimly lit path in front of them. Okay. Um,
0: the jogger he's been taking it. <clears throat> ran through the pack, caused him to go uh, mental, dude, mental.
1: Are you buying dude. that? I'm not buying that. I'm not buying. I'm sorry. I'm not buying that. Well, who's
0: the jogger. <laughs> I'd want his fucking details so I could sue him.
1: Well, obviously these otters are very habituated. Okay. I wish I'd known this. Like I said, I went there and I oh never, never saw a single otter. But I'm not buying that some guy jogged through, the otters left him alone, they went berserk because a jogger went by, and just randomly attacked this other passerby. I'm not, I'm not buying this story. I'll tell you my thoughts in a minute. Yeah, let's have it. But first, let's hear why you guys think, let's treat this like a mystery. Why okay. would a group of otters attack a passerby? I know we've got the information, of the jogger, what do you think? And I'll, I'll give you my hypothesis.
2: They wanted wanted to reach into his pockets and take a Three Musketeers bar out.
0: (laughs) Dude, I mean, I've seen geese fucking, if you get too near them, attack. This could have been anything. When you're out in a group, these otters are 20 deep, dude, just rolling thick. They don't give a fuck. They own that park. That is their territory. They're like a gang. And this fucking, this guy comes strolling up with his buddy 15 paces behind, as I later read, and just fucking starts, starts, you know, coming and in, encroaching into their territory. They're like, not today, sir. Not today. And that's it. Okay.
1: I like, I like both answers. Patrick's much cleaner. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not Here's my way. hypothesis. So I loved Singapore. I thought it was an awesome country, but the food was not great overall. There was some good food. There was some really good food, actually, some good noodle soups and stuff. But the Singaporean food that I had was a lot of very pungent dried fish, and it was dried fish in everything, <laughs> yeah. which yeah. Me, which smells, by the way. It does not sure. smell good. Like you walk into one of these restaurants and there's fish hanging in the window and it smells bad. My hypothesis is this gentleman had eaten a bunch of dried fish. The otters were out cruising around looking for food. I'm guessing on every single piece of this the otters were out (laughs) cruising around looking at food they did get a little startled and then all of a sudden here's this guy either chewing on some fish jerky or has just come from a meal of eating something fishy they go hmm this smells like the stuff that we get fed all the time i wonder if this guy's got some and he probably didn't cue onto that and then they just got more and more insistent on him giving them something that he didn't have
2: now i have two details from the story that that i think debunk your hypothesis okay great you've read it
1: so that's helpful yeah
2: (laughs) one is that the guy is a 60 year old british expat okay so i think that probably unlike people who grew up in singapore they're not eating i don't think he's eating dried fish for breakfast as this was his
1: morning walk these are two good points yeah, but so you could be wrong. Thought. I ate dried fish for breakfast when I was there, but only once because <laughs> okay. but it was you really hated it. <laughs> no, I true. did not like it. I did not care for it. I just day.
2: want to point out also that this New York Post article uses three different alliterations in referring to the, these otters. They refer, refer to them as mischievous mustelids, <laughs> cantankerous critters, and <laughs> ornery otters. Oh, don't forget I, hairy hooligans, dude, at the yeah. end. Yeah, <laughs> hairy
0: hooligans.
1: Dude. I would love yeah. to be a writer for the Daily Mail. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, like, yeah. or, or whatever yeah. this is, the Huffington Post the or whatever York it is.
0: New York, NY Post, yeah.
1: Because, yeah, I don't know how often you guys read the Daily Mail, um, it, it's like, first of all, it's borderline illiterate every single time. Like they yeah. just skip keywords constantly. Yeah. It's like somebody just like had to write it as quickly as they could. So they're like, ah, oh, <laughs> skip that word. Just keep going. And yeah. you're like, cool. There's, there's 11 typos in a 25 word <laughs> paragraph. Yeah. Um, That's which ridiculous. I can relate to cause I'm not a very good typer, but, um, yeah, regardless. But still, <laughs> it's a yeah, fucking but it's, newspaper. Just like, it's like, all right. If there was a story of a man bitten by a rattlesnake, the Daily Mail would report it like this. Man attacked by giant snake. No one knows why. Check out gruesome photo. Right. Yeah. That's it. That would be it. And that would be it. And then there'd just be a photo of a guy with two very small puncture holes in the side of his leg and and nothing more to it. And it's just like everything is written in this like insane vernacular where it's like whatever the flashiest words are and, and the most concise way that you can tell something. Yeah. You gotta, I gotta
2: gotta say, man, between, so ESPN.com, NBC sports and CNN are like three of my four things that I check just to see what's kind of going on in the world that day. Sure. There, there are so many just bad sentences typos words missing w- words where they said you know hit instead of bit like the, it's insane dude cnn.com if you read their articles there's like four typos per article and same with <laughs> that's the that's terrible
1: that's supposed to be an educational source for people to wow, digest what's this going is, on in the world Nah, this
0: is th- that's but, not what that is
2: anymore it's also, just entertainment who's more who's more hoity-toity and self-righteous and thinks they're smarter than everyone than journalists and
1: literally nobody, literally no one. And and in this
0: day and age, it's like you can't still hold on to that. Yes, maybe 40 years ago, 30 years ago, when you were printing newspapers every fucking morning, trying to get a beat, now it's just like communication's instantaneous. You guys are putting out the trashiest possible headlines to get the most possible clicks, and you got typos in all your shit. It's crazy. It's it's out of control, and you're still going to sit there and be like, Oh, yeah. I'm a I'm a journalist for the uh, NYPost.com. Yeah. You write opinion pieces on a fucking
2: website Dude. blog. Dude. Totally. You know? Totally. I don't. I was totally. thinking about this the other day. So there's a basketball player named uh, Enos Cantor who's, like, okay. pretty much out of the league. Like, stinks, is old, like, hasn't been a starter <laughs> in a long time. And he, like, did some whole political thing because he's Turkish uh, about uh, the Chinese government. And okay. it, like, made a bunch of news, right? First of all, imagine this. Okay, so then so then, this ESPN writer, Jameel Hill, wrote a whole long, scathing thing about what she thought about what Enos Cantor <laughs> thinks about the Chinese government. Commentary. And I was commentary. like, imagine... Right. You, you, there's all this shit in life that you got to deal with. Maybe it's family, your own health. What are you going to eat for dinner that night? Car payments, COVID. All, there's a lot of things that are worth caring about. That's imagine sure. just some guy or, or girl just standing in the kitchen some, one day being like, you know what? Like I that backup center for the trailblazers. I wonder what he thinks about the Chinese <laughs> government and how it's run. <laughs> and then he, I'm actually kind of curious what Jamil Hill thinks about what that Turkish center who stinks at basketball thinks about well, who gives a shit. Yeah, I know. Why it's, are these pieces being written? No one cares what you think. It's bizarre. I, dude.
0: I mean, I, I, uh, back in like 2012, or whenever Occupy Wall Street started, you, if you guys remember that whole movement back then, sure do. Uh, I, I'm actually, a little aside, I got into a little bit of a Twitter engagement with Donald Trump Jr. Uh, back in that day. No my, way! I Did swear, you to really. God, yeah, that's my, hilarious. My account was Retep's Revenge. It's still there uh, on Twitter, and I didn't, I didn't <laughs> even put it. And so, anyways, but I was deep into like, kind of, not so much conspiracy theories where I was like flat earth crazy, but I was definitely like in the realm of dude, like the elites control everything like the federal reserve and all the international bankers control the supply of money. They're, they're controlling us all. We're fucking, you know, we're just working cogs in a machine kind of thing. And when you get (laughs) in like off of Pat's point, when you start going down a rabbit hole of like opinions of opinions and shit, It gets to a point where you've now read probably the equivalent of a 200-page novel and filled your brain with so much bullshit, non-factual garbage from people's opinions that you really, it's hard to pull yourself out. You're like, it, it becomes like this thing where you start to believe all this crazy shit. And that's what happens, man. We get like addicted to these topics and we keep going down the hole, the hole, the hole, you know? And that's what it is. And people make money off it.
1: Too much referring to opinion as fact. And that's what happens. We've so lost the, blurred the line of that. Yes. Um, Anyway, well, this is, this otters is all, or, oh, sorry. Fact. I was going to say this is all news related even though we kind of derailed from what's in the news. There's at least <laughs> one more story that uh, I want to talk we, about. You
2: got to get into the mystery creature, please. I've been oh, okay. I've been dying to know other. what you think about
1: this. Okay, go I ahead. I had one other first, but I okay. can go mystery creature next if you yeah, want. Yeah, go mystery creature. Go mystery okay. creature. All right. So, remains of a mysterious animal were found in Turkey baffling scientists after discovery. The picture is freaky looking. Uh, It's awesome. (laughs) So here's what we're going to do. Ritep's going to pull up the picture. And I think the Brosners should absolutely weigh in on this and and send us a note or a message and tell us what you think it is. Um, Peter, what do you think it is?
0: Dude, this looks like a... (laughs) This looks like... Damn. I mean, it looks like a fucking dinosaur. It looks like it's, a little it's,
2: velociraptor or something. It's, it's one of those little ones. Yeah. It's like one of the little <laughs> ones that look like a T-Rex, but they're small. Uh, that's what it is. <laughs>
1: okay. It's not good. up for debate. Okay. Um, very good. Yeah. Mystery solved.
2: <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. I, I um, couldn't tell if Pat was a making t-rex. fun of me or actually agreeing with me for a no, moment. No, he's here. definitely
1: agreeing with you. Okay. Nice. <laughs> one for <forward laughs> I think it's a canid, by the way. Um meaning a dog of the canine family. Um, It it is really hard to tell. And I'll tell you, one of the things that's interesting about this one is I probably had half a dozen people send this to me and say, hey, is this a thylacine? Um, Interesting. Which, you know, we're not going to get super derailed on that. But no, I do not think this is the remains of a thylacine showing up in Turkey. But I do think that this is some kind of smallish dog it's missing the front lower legs. Like, see how it just sort of ends there? Um, yeah. At what I guess would be the femur. It's missing those those front lower part of the legs. Uh. The skull, to me, looks very canine-like. Um, yeah, I think it's well, probably someone's so, that
2: So let me just describe it for people who are only listening. Good idea. It's sitting on top <laughs> of, a, like, a potato sack for reference. So what, do you, what are you going to say? That's maybe two foot from the back of its hind it's feet?
1: It's about three and a half feet tall, they said in the in the link. Um, okay. they didn't give a length, but based on based on it being three and a half feet tall, I'd say it's five foot long. okay, so it's bigger
2: than I thought um, It has short little front arms it's four legged creature, short little front arms, very, very long back legs yep. Almost a, like a, long a kangaroo tail. type thing, but it doesn't it have. Very does
1: look kangarooish? But kangaroo yeah. don't
2: but, have the big fangs like that, do they?
1: No, absolutely not. No, that that's that's that. If you took the skull out of it, I would be pretty perplexed. But looking at the skull, it definitely looks like a canine to me. What's what? interesting is that there are biologists looking at it, and people say they don't know what it is. Now this huh. is a pretty crappy huh. news source. ANOVA News and Media. Never heard of it, but. Um, it is interesting that they haven't been able to identify it.
2: What canine has leg-to-body ratios like those back legs?
1: Well, none, but that's what I'm saying is it's missing the forearms in the front. Right,
2: it's but missing. even if those were as long, it would still be like a maned wolf-like proportions.
1: Yeah. No, it looks it's very odd. Um, well, let's see. Turkey, would it be too far for an Ethiopian wolf? Probably. Let me look at something. Do you guys know what an Ethiopian wolf is? mm <laughs> No. It's... Mm-mm. um. It's got very long legs. It sort of looks like a red coyote. Um, they're beautiful animals. Yeah, the range does not get up there. Um, I mean, obviously. that. What are the odds of that? It's pretty freaking slim. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's a canine of some kind, whether it's some hideously inbred dog, uh, an Ethiopian wolf. I mean, there there were wolves in Europe, obviously, so it could be. Something like that. I don't know. But it is a mystery, that's for sure. And I find it pretty interesting that the experts that are studying it have not been able to identify what it is. I mean, right. I'm sure that'll come to a resolution. But for the time being, it's pretty, pretty exciting. I'd love to hear the Brosners comment or weigh in and say what they think it could be if they've had a chance to look at this. Hell yeah. One, thing, one detail that, that uh, another article says is that it, uh, it does not have
2: hooves. It has, it has like, uh, fingernails. It has nails. Mm. Yeah. that's
0: interesting maybe that's the thing that's stumping the scientists the most well, i
1: mean it definitely wouldn't have hooves are you saying it doesn't have paws or what they, is, what they, they it said say? hooves because when i first looked
2: at it i thought it was like a uh, some sort of mutated horse but of gotcha. course horse don't have long fangs like <laughs> that horse either fangs, so.
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh no it's interesting i, I think they're going to turn out that it's canine what kind no idea but
2: very cool Let's stay up on this. We should, we should, like, set a reminder to check every week. We'll sure. be reminded yes. via DMs, guaranteed.
1: There you go. So I got one more what's in the news, and this is, to me, this is a fun one. It's a fun one with a serious consequence, but it is hilarious. It should be taken lightly. Um, residents in Ontario are finding enormous, what would you guess? Take a guess. Patrick? Unless you've seen the headline already. I've seen it, unfortunately. <laughs> Peter, have you seen it?
0: Well, yeah, because I'm going to bring it up, but I'll take a guess no. anyways. <laughs> That's Octopus?
1: No yep, you yeah. got <laughs> it. Residents in Ontario are finding enormous goldfish in their local waterways. They're dangerous for the ecosystems, but are they delicious? So I just thought this headline was hilarious. It, it, it's This is not the first time that goldfish have been found as invasive species, but when I saw this photo, which if you're listening to this and not watching, pop up, these goldfish are absolutely insane. Um, yeah. They're, they, I mean, they just—they look like they look like shoeboxes with fins. They're <laughs> bright gold, <laughs> like they're just—they're absolutely ridiculous looking. I mean, and I've seen some big goldfish, but these things are nuts. This is what I they're imagine. They're so fat. <clears throat> they're, like right. fo- they're like footballs. <clears throat> <Sorry. laughs> they do look like footballs. This Were is what I. Here?
0: This is what I imagine that how Europeans look at us Americans as. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: funny. Right here, um, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's clever. Look at how uh, obese no, I mean, these things are. They're just so, like, they've, they've run out of, like, growth ability, and they've just gone to rotund. And I'm sure these are pregnant ones, and they're, they're full of eggs and all of that. But they're just crazy looking to see these giant goldfish. And I, I just thought it was funny. And then the headline, Are They Delicious?, <laughs> no, they're not. Now I don't want to. I don't want to discourage anybody from eating any invasive species. In fact, I think it's one of the things that can save us. Is if we turn, uh, not save us. It's one of the things that can save ecosystems. Is if we turn invasive species into desirable. Edibles. Why
0: have we not made my show idea? This is my show idea. We get Bobby Flay. It is. Flay. It is. We get a yep. couple of judges.
1: Gotta get. Gotta get Bobby Flay. But. Um, <laughs> But simply put, you know, goldfish—they're—they're they're, what is it? Cipriniforms, I think, is the Latin name. They're—they're they're the carp species. They're disgusting, and I have a story I can tell about that if you would care to hear it. Well, I, was, I
2: was literally going to ask because I've always just heard that carp is not good eating, but. I figured you'd probably tasted
1: it, and I haven't. I have. I've tasted many things I probably shouldn't have. <laughs> um, so I recently ate the, the flying silver carp in, Indo- in uh, Indonesia, in Illinois, when I went bow fishing there. And it was good. We ate those. They were nice and light and white and flaky. But here in California, we have common carp. Um, that are basically in every single water system. And they were brought here as a sporting fish because people in Europe like to catch them, even though there couldn't be a more (laughs) dull fish to fish for. You literally sit there with a tiny piece of bait. I mean, so you catch like a 20 pound fish on a single, uh, corn kernel. It's like dull fishing. They're not native to here. They were brought over. No, no, you didn't know that. Yeah, no, No, carp are fully invasive. They're everywhere. Anyway, so we have a river up behind Santa Barbara, um, the San Ynez River, and it feeds into a lake called Lake Kachuma. And you're allowed to bow fish in that region. And I actually love bow fishing. People have seen it on my social media. It's really, really fun, and it's a great, it's great hand-eye coordination. You're out, you're, you know, you're tagging invasive species. But I don't like killing things for nothing. So the very first time I went bow fishing. I scored a total of one carp, and I was still stoked because I got one. Yeah. And, you know, the, the guy I was boat fishing with was like, that's garbage, throw it out, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, no, it can't be garbage. Was, you know, all fish are good. Like, you can't, can't waste it, can't let it go to trash. So I bring home this carp, okay? And I go online, I Google all these different recipes for carp, and it turns out that, you know, eating carp, like, Uh, It's a delicacy in parts of Asia. It's a Jewish tradition to eat it on Christmas morning, like a cured style of carp. There's like all these different things all across all these different cultures. And it's delicious. And everybody's wrong. It's delicious. And I'm like, great. (laughs) Like, it's going to be so good. So I follow this thing online. It's this baked carp recipe. And you go to like, I've cleaned a million fish. It's so simple, right? You got them, you scale them, whatever. This is like this whole thing where you take out all the guts, you pull all the scales off, then you take a super sharp knife and you actually get rid of the skin, you cut the head off, you cut all the fins off, uh, you go in and butterfly it. It's, like this, it's like this process. okay? And you do all that and then you cure the fish. And so you then have to put it in the fridge in a pan, I think it was with a milk concoction overnight to get the gross ammonia out, something like that, blah, blah. The whole thing takes like 40 hours to get this fish ready to cook and eat. <laughs> And then eventually yes. you take this carp and you put it in this 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 broiler pan and you add a bunch of spices and a bunch of vegetables and you put it on broil for 30 minutes, blah, 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 and you pull it out and you eat it and it's going to be outstanding. Okay, so we go through this huge process. Me and Ricardo, friend of the pod, my, my buddy, we go through this massive process and put this carp in and we pull it out. It doesn't look good because you're basically digging into a giant goldfish. Um, so it doesn't look good to begin with. <laughs> And we take a bite, and it's just silence in the room. Now, we're both convinced (laughs) ourselves it's going to be delicious. It's just silence. We both take a bite. We look at each other, and we're both sitting there with fish in our mouths. And nobody says anything for what felt like a minute, but it was probably three (laughs) or four seconds. And then I just see Ricardo go... And he spits it back onto his plate immediately after I spit it back onto my plate. It was, to this day, one of the most revolting things (laughs) that has ever been in my mouth. And that is saying something. There's so much that can go
0: wrong in all that processing, too, dude. Like, But all that
1: processing was what was supposed to make it taste delicious and make it edible. As opposed to, like, you know, take a fresh fillet and fry it fish and chip style. The meat is this gray brown color. It's not white like white flaky fish. It's this grayish brown color. It's got this massive bloodline, which is always disgusting in fish. It tasted like... uh, I've never experienced anything like it. It tasted like (laughs) if you took lawn (laughs) clippings... If you took lawn clippings and then you found some roadkill that had been out in the hot sun for about a week, rotten meat and lawn clippings, (laughs) and you just sort of tossed a nice salad and chucked it in your mouth. That's what it tasted like. It just had this rotten meat grass flavor that was abominable. So I will caution this to every, every Brosner out there. Kill carp. They're a terrible invasive species. It's not the individual carp's fault. It's our fault, but they shouldn't be here. But don't eat them. It is one species of animal I totally condone killing. Turn it into fertilizer, if you live in the United States where they're invasive. Turn them into fertilizer. Feed them to the coyotes. Make dog food out of it. Give it to the buzzards. Whatever. Don't take them home and eat them. It's freaking disgusting. I just. Sounds bad.
2: I am shocked that you thought that your fucking tray of milk fish was going to be good. (laughs) Did you say you poured milk
1: over the top? I think we did. I can't really remember. It was a huge process. I love that he. Milk fish.
0: He's been thinking about that since you said it.
2: (laughs) You don't normally hear about marinating your fish in a nice tray of milk (laughs) for you. It's like a
0: nice, it's it's almost curry. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Oh,
2: oh man. Ritep, that was so for us for we know the answer is carp for the worst thing you've ever tasted. Retep off the top of your head. what's the worst taste you've ever had in your mouth?
0: God, that is uh, you go first. let me think for a second. I know mine.
2: When Work I was a it. kid, I was eating a sandwich, watching cartoons and coloring all at the same okay. time. Okay. And instead of my left hand which was holding my sandwich, my right hand came to my mouth. And I took a big bite out of a silver crayon, and <laughs> it was unbelievable how bad it tasted. Like It was like, you ever see the video of like someone tries to eat a ghost pepper, and they're just like...
1: Rah, 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 rah. Yeah, yes. trying to get it off their tongue. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, that, yeah. that was, don't eat silver crayons, bro. That's um, hilarious.
0: I mean, for Theater? me, I'm going, I'm going with a, a booze that I've had that's uh, notoriously disgusting. It's called Melort. Yeah, there's no I know it. I've done it
1: in Chicago. Uh, Oh, Lord. Sorry. No. Sorry.
0: It's uh, it's disgusting. And um, gnarly. Malort is like going for a sip of of water and it turns out to be urine. Like it's that bad. You you can't prepare yourself to drink it, really, because you're like, even if you smell it, it still tastes worse. What did what did you think when you had it, Forrest?
1: Oh, it was. I, I never thought that there could be an alcohol that tasted so bad. And the first time <laughs> so I had it, I was I was underage drinking with a fake ID at a bar in Chicago, and <laughs> I, I was like 19 years old, and I spun the shot wheel, you know, like how those, some places yes. have a shot wheel behind yeah, the bar, yeah. and it landed on Malort. And I was Ugh. like, uh, and the three native Chicagoans I was with, Nick Mancuso being one of them, who was also illegally underage drinking, uh, was <laughs> like, oh, my Lord. Oh, And they were like screaming and getting all excited. And I was like, cool. Yeah, it's a fucking shot. I don't care. And uh, they poured it. And I just I couldn't believe anything tasted like that. Yeah, it is it very hard to describe. It's
0: bad. It is not good. Second. Uh, give a special nod to Barton rum, drank a bunch of it in college, made me sick every time, continued to drink it $8 for a liter.
2: Disgusting. Disgusting. (laughs) Quick, quick story that I saw. So apparently monarch butterflies had been on the verge of extinction or, you know, they were worried their numbers were declining so Mm -hmm. much. Uh, Encouraging news that they think could somehow be pandemic related. The number of monarch butterflies in California this year, has gone up considerably. What what would you nice. say would be good? Like if it doubled, if it tripled?
1: I would say with the rate of decline it has been. I used to go walk the groves and see these millions of butterflies. Now there's like a couple little clusters. It's pretty sad. I would say good, you know, it's an indication of something going well would be if it tripled. I would say that would be fantastic.
2: It went up fifty times from 2020 to 2021. Wow. Huge increase in the population. Have
1: you guys ever done that? Either of you guys? No, gone out. Like, okay. So no, yeah. let me make a suggestion to you. If it's up fifty times, which it may never be again in our lifetime, and it may be up fifty times again next year, I guarantee you if you Google Monarch Butterfly Grove, yeah, near me or near near your hometown and of whichever part of LA you guys are in, something will come up that's less than an hour away from you. On a nice sunny Christmas, on a nice sunny winter morning, take your beloveds and go for a little walk around there. It is unbelievable guys you will see these trees where you're like oh those leaves are blowing in the wind and it's not leaves it's all monarch butterflies in a mating ball I used to do I used to go and see it ever and I don't like bird watching or like looking at locusts or anything like that but seeing the monarch migration at one of these groves because what happens is by the way so millions and millions of monarch butterflies migrate from Canada to Mexico and back and mm-hmm. they stop over for these periods of times. But during this migration of these millions, they all stop over together in certain locations. So although millions of butterflies are spread out across a gigantic sky, they come in and, and rest together in these certain locations wow. for small periods of time and mate and breed and so on. And it is seriously, you guys should give it a shot. I, take I'm a pair of binos with you. definitely going
0: to go for sure. Yeah.
1: Take Liot's Surprise Surpriser, make a picnic or pick up some bagels <clears throat> or something fun. Go in the morning. Bagels, it's way that better a Jewish than a joke. <laughs> Uh, Sure. Um, (laughs) Very clever. But no, listen, go in the morning because as the sun warms up, the butterflies spread out and they go look for nectar and pollen and stuff. But if you go at, like, say, seven, eight, nine in the morning, it's before they've dried off and warmed up and spread out and they're in their clusters. It is. It's one of, like, the wonders of the world that happens right here in California that nobody talks about. So, and roasters, if you're listening to this, Google a spot near you. It's not just in California. I don't know how widespread it is in the United States, but. Go and do it, because if it's up 50x, this is worthwhile. Take someone that you love. Go and sit there. Take a pair of binos if you like. You, you can get, like, five feet away from them, but sometimes they're up 25 feet in a tree, and you look through the binoculars. It's fantastic. I recommend everybody listening to this, go and do this. Nice. And it's a free activity, by the way. It's like taking a walk in a park. Nice. Well,
2: minus the cost of those bagels.
1: That's true. Especially with the cream cheese cheese
2: these days. (laughs) Are you made of money over there, (laughs) Forrest? Jesus. I I have a game I want to play. Yes. Okay. Love games. Game time. Is there a jingle that just goes games?
0: Kind of. Yeah. Hold on. (laughs) I'm gonna gonna find it. Let's do this one.
2: Yeah, that's good. Games. That's pretty good Games. All right. Here's the game. We're gonna play the game. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Games coming. It's a vaccine game. Swear to God.
1: Oh, it's a game about a game.
2: vaccines. Vaccine yeah. game. All right. So anyway, here's how the game works. <laughs> okay. Let's okay. hear it. Vaccine we're gonna take game. turns. We're gonna take turns, right? Okay. okay. We're each. We're in a pitch meeting. You have discovered. You you've made it. You've used CRISPR, a CRISPR kit you ordered online mm-hmm. in your garage. <laughs> you have created a new vaccine. Okay. The, so one of us is pitching. The other two. Uh, are the executives at Pfizer.
1: Fielding the pitch.
2: Yeah, okay. act very professional. Act how yep. you think they would act in a pitch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're going to pitch each pitch a vaccine. The Brosners are going to let us know who has the best one.
1: Got it. Okay. All right. Okay. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, why don't you go first, Patrick? You've obviously been thinking about this. Peter and I will be your executives. Okay, here we go. Well, let me go
2: first because oh, mine's going to be absurd,
1: for- And yours is going to be good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. mine's, mine's pretty bad. Forrest, go ahead. Kick it off.
1: All right, so wait, who's going first? Patrick? I'll go Gerpeter. first. I'll go yeah, first. okay, go first, go first. Mr. DeLuca, yeah. thanks for coming in today. What yeah. can we here at uh, Pfizer International do for you?
2: I, I, well, I'm just going to get right into it because I've invented please. a something I think
1: hey, you're going to be really sir, interested on, in. hold on
0: a moment for us. I don't like this guy already.
1: Uh, go on, what, sir. T- go ahead. T- time is time is money, and right now he's costing us money. Okay, all right, let's go. I, I, I overheard no, please that exchange,
2: continue. and I agree, time's money, and that's why I'll be brief. <laughs> uh, I've created a new vaccine that I think the American public and I think pretty much all over the world are going to be very interested in. and I think they're going to be willing to pay quite a bit to receive oh, wow. this optional money. vaccine. Sure. Okay? But
1: we're an evil mega corporation, so the only <laughs> thing we care about is making lots of money. So please continue. Now you sure, have sure, our sure. interest, sir.
2: So it's going to take two shots. You're going to need uh, your first dose, and then about six months later, you're going to get a second dose, and then you'll be vaccinated for life. Okay. Uh, the e- efficacy is about 99.99%. Wow. Um, yep. I tested it on a couple of friends, my cat. <laughs> After these two inoculations with no side effects, you will never again in your life
1: fart. Wow. <laughs> the fart vaccination. Okay. That's huge. That's going to be really big in the porn industry, by the way. <laughs> sure. Um, Can sure. I have yeah. a side
0: with my partner? Uh, let's discuss for a moment for Sure, <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, <laughs> sure. I'm hesitant. Uh, I don't like his demeanor. He's very small. You know, we don't like that. But the biggest problem I have with his vaccine is that you only take two shots and then you have it for life. We we like things where you have to take it every year. Right.
1: Yes. Let's, but think of the potential, uh, you know, in the in the anal porn industry for when there's just so much flatulence <laughs> taking place. I think the, I think he's onto to something. Let's hear. Him I now. do. I do. But I yeah, think we're going to have mean, to
2: modify it. So it's it, a yearly okay. shot. It expands well beyond sure. the porn industry, guys. I mean, tell, tell m- me more. I, I think most people, if if the choice was, do you want to pay $1,000 to never fart again? I think most people are going to uh, to take that. I mean, yep. times 8 billion people worldwide. I mean, think about how much money you could make.
1: Not we just that, make. but the environmental implications. Think of the lack of greenhouse gases that are now being put <laughs> Correct. out of, Ooh, of, you of the You could use this on now, cows. Now, tell me, Mr. DeLuca, mm-hmm. has this been tested on animals? Would this work on it, cows?
2: It absolutely worked on uh, one cat, um, <laughs> it's a good one cat, yeah. and that, that's, that's it so far. But if you want to do like a step deal, if you want to release some funds, I could certainly go out and, and do a large sample size bovid test.
1: Now, here's a question that my colleague and I have for you. The, the pooforia that one experiences <laughs> after a fart is you know quite delightful at times. Now, mm. I agree I would I would rather never fart again than experience that are you are you still having the same sensation or is all farting gone? You know, you, you don't feel like you need to fart. What's going on there?
2: That's, that's a great question, and that's the best thing. You never feel like you need that release, right? You're, Interesting. You're not going to have that bubble where you go, this is my only way out of this feeling. You sure. just It gets stopped earlier, higher up in the gut. Wow. Yeah. So okay. the
1: amount of elevator conversations that would linger would be incredible thanks to yeah. this vaccine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and,
2: and yeah. truthfully, one thing I would say is in the tests on humans – uh, there is a market increase in uh, I know I said no side effects. There, there's a market increase in uh, in burping.
1: Now, when you say a market increase, are we talking about five percent? Where where are we looking? It's roughly? basically
2: take how many times a day you, you fart and then that's how many additional burps you'll have each day. And, and the burps smell like a fart.
1: Got it. Uh, can I have an aside with my colleague? You basically, you're yeah. farting out of your mouth. I, I got happening. that, yeah. Let, let me have an aside with <laughs> them, my right, colleague right. over here. Sure, here, sure, sure. P- Peter, check it yeah. out. This is uh-huh. actually genius because what we can do is we can buy this from this guy yeah. and then we'll rip the fuck off out of it like sure. a good drug company yeah, and then sell a follow-up vaccine that's a right. no more farting vaccine. Then, uh, And I don't care if people explode at this point because they yeah. have no means for which gas to be released from their body. But yep. what we'll do is we'll start with the fart vaccine. Brilliant. Then everybody will be just heinously burping up fart smell and then we'll either come back to this guy for a further development or we'll just screw him out of all his money and come up with a burp vaccine what do you say
0: patrick i think we have a deal sir you are a genius well yeah this is
1: congratulations (laughs) thank you very much for coming in um please see venetia my secretary she will go ahead and make the deal arrangements got it thank you guys
2: Okay, that's number one. That's the sale. Who wants to go next?
1: That was fun. I like that. I like I like going too hypothetical.
0: I'll go. I, I know. Yeah, the Judge Show was a big hit. I'm hoping this one is too. I'll go second. Please. Um, okay. Uh, I'm not
2: quite sure uh, how the last what. Sorry. Generally, just here at, at Pfizer Corp, we, we generally like to speak first at a meeting. So
1: if you, if you don't, don't mind, you were sir. late,
2: sir. Your partner was on time.
1: It's okay. not coming to a good start. This, this guy. is not a good start, but Peter, no. it's, it's right. nice Settle to have down. you. You
0: guys won't be able to resist this idea. Now, quiet okay. down, please. Thank you. Oh. I've okay. done Go so ahead. many pitches. I've been at Moderna. I've been Pl- at Biotech N. Wow. Uh,
1: you guys oh, he's are, putting the dick on the table of You guys are like like the from bottom from of my Valley. list, to be honest. This gotcha. is a highly wow. sought
0: after um, wow. solution to a problem. I that want many it already.
1: Have. I do. I want it already. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're treating me like shit, which makes me want your drug. Yeah, yeah. Please tell me more, sir.
0: Gentlemen, what would you say if I had a solution to a problem that billions of people around the world have? Would you be Be interested interested in hearing about it? What is the problem? Certainly. Hold on. This solution that I've come up with not only solves the problem, but has 100% efficacy in trials. That I okay. did on Pat's family. Uh, <laughs> Peter, you're so bad at this.
2: Pat, we're waiting, Pat, we're we're I'm waiting just, for the pitch. Just, I'm just the, the pitch Pat. shouldn't take longer than the uh, fucking cooling off period between doses. Let's go. Seriously, you don't even know what my vaccine is yet, sir. My, I vaccine, know that's the problem. We have thirty more of these today.
0: <laughs> oh God, I'm out of here. I'm going to Moderna. Come
1: on, come on, <laughs> let's, vaccine, go, let's go. Let's
0: go. My vaccine. Allows you to go without sleeping. That's right. You no longer have to sleep, and you only have to take the shot once every three months if you want it to continue. No side effects whatsoever. So if you need to stay up and cram. No, no side effects? Zero. It's not an amphetamine, sure. sir. It just makes it so you do not have to sleep for months at a time. So if you're in, you know, I, I'll you take a just, suitcase of money right now.
2: Since so many things happen during sleep, such as, like, right. release of growth hormone and, mm-hmm. and sure, things yeah. like that, We've healing. accounted for all of that. Yep. Mm-hmm. That, so that all still works? Everything. Everything everything okay. still works, functions
0: completely 100% normally. And like I said, and, 100% and, efficacy. And this is
1: a once-per-three-month drug?
0: We can modify it. It could be once a month, once a week, now, once now every three months. Now, let me
1: ask you this. My, co- my colleague and I would like to know what happens... If you become reliant on this drug,
0: it's not addictive. It's like uh, Oxycontin. Mm. <laughs> it's interesting. Not the addictive. The behavioral okay. part of it,
2: I think, would be addictive, though. Um,
0: sure. Yeah, there's no side effects. If you want to stay up and out compete all of your uh, peers in whatever you're doing, you know, now,
1: let, me, let me ask you this. I've
0: been up for seven months. Let me ask you this, seven Mr. Months. Fitzer.
1: Okay, so you've done this.
2: What, what do you find that you and your test subjects are doing with your extra seven or eight hours
1: mm. per day? That's a great great question.
2: But What? Um, hold on. What did you say? What What are you all doing, you and your test subjects, with your extra Mo- seven hours? Mostly playing Personally, video games? Personally,
0: mostly masturbating. My test subjects have <laughs> somehow flipped this into a... Uh, you know, studying, getting work done, being productive, maybe watching mm. television, relaxing, meditating, anything they want, really. There's no, the world is your oyster. It's
2: not,
1: C- can we ask you how you developed this drug? Because it seems very outside of the realm of I have a silent someone partner. of your intellect's capabilities. I so have that's. a
0: silent partner. He's not here.
2: Mm. He developed very it. Very silent. Yeah. 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 He's quiet. Uh, I, I'm just going to say, for me, this is, this is a pass, and here's why. Here, yeah, no problem. At Pfizer. We yeah. really like to
0: make I, I, the world listen, a better ca- place. sir, I don't care. I, I'm out of here. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> I love the, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen Silicon Valley when they're just as big a dicks as they can be to yeah. increase the VC funding. Yeah. That's what it just felt like for that pitch, by the
0: <laughs> I way. do want to hear what Pat was going to say, though. What's your feedback?
2: I, for me, as, as, exe- as the executive, I'm just saying, personally, if I were to never have to sleep, That would cause me to do one of two things. Either work a lot more, which is, Uh you know, not something I'm really interested in. I think eight Mm -hmm. to 12 hours a day is good. (laughs) I think it might cause me to drink a lot more. Oh, it's a lot more hours. Um, And as someone who likes to have cocktails, mate, I really rely on the sleep to reset me. And so it's a personal pass. I don't want the vaccine and I don't want to develop the vaccine with you. Forrest?
1: Here, here, yeah, here's where I'm coming from, Mr. Fitzer. I love it, by the way. I think it's one of the greatest inventions of our of our time. But you are just such an obnoxious and yeah. awful yeah. person <laughs> in this pitch room that I'm going to make sure that neither myself nor Mr. DeLuca at Pfizer nor any of our other contacts no. at Moderna, J&J, no. any Moderna of the other large companies never to J&J. will J&J. ever even you take COVID a meeting vaccine, it meeting with you, You are indeed... The most vile human being that has ever walked into our offices. I would not like to see you here ever again. Security! We bid you good day, sir.
0: All right. Well, I'll be at both of your houses while you're sleeping
2: any day of the week. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I mean, full disclosure, if that existed, I would take it, and I would have bought it from you at Pfizer.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and, and you shouldn't have gone with no... No side effects. Where's the fun in that, Peter? You just created a <laughs> no. miracle drug that's absolutely perfect I am not in an every in, sense.
0: I'm not an improv comic, okay? <laughs> I can, we can tell. <laughs> I'm not on TV. Right. Okay. Whenever you're ready, gentlemen. What are you drinking, a bottle of bleach?
2: That thing's enormous. <laughs> Water, baby. Nice. It's, it's clever. You fill it up. Uh, actually, this is a little joy, I would say. Oh, yeah. You, fill, you told me about you that. You fill it up every day and then it's got little times on it and if you're like if you're at 11am and you haven't hit 11am yet you're like and you chug it and it's kind of fun it's part of the morning that. ritual can you yeah. send me
1: the link to that Yeah, same. i, I would yeah, actually I want buy one that. of those too
2: yeah. i actually great. i'll s- send me your address i'll send you one to your house as a christmas present because i have to order one uh for Christina because i dropped hers and smashed it to bits the other day <laughs> <when> <laughs> i'll take full. you up
1: on that that's yeah. that's great i feel like i don't drink enough water i love that hey well, if you order me one
0: too You know, time is short.
2: Uh, I'm actually texting with my mistress right now uh, because we're going to meet up for some midday cocktails. Uh, But thanks for coming in. Uh, I've heard you've developed something uh, that you want to pitch to us.
1: Gentlemen, thank you so much for having me. You know, Elon Musk himself says that the next great crisis on our planet will be one of water. And ourselves at Galante and Sons have developed (laughs) an incredible uh, vaccine. It is going to revolutionize the way that we see the world. Okay. Okay. With this vaccine, immediately after taking it, your urine will be purified to the standard of Aquafina water. (laughs) Never again will you need to take a sip of water, effectively saving the planet (laughs) by taking this vaccine. Yeah. Now, I'll tell you this. We will cure. We will, at Galante and Sons, cure the global (laughs) water crisis. Thanks to this drug. Do you have any questions?
2: I think I can speak for Peter because I know the look on his his face. We do 30 of these a day. Of course. Are you thinking that what you would do when you're thirsty is that you would just sort of, if you're male, that you would just sort of aim your, your penis up and pee into your own mouth?
1: Now, here's the thing. Accompanying our drug are two products. Okay. Okay? Good. One is the delightful urine receptacle for women which is in the shape of a funnel that leads to a cup. We will normalize this through a hefty social media campaign. It will no longer be considered anywhere near inappropriate to pee in front of others and directly in public because you will be saving the environment. The other is for elderly gentlemen. Younger men will, of course, do exactly as you just described, Mr. DeLuca. They will simply unzip their pants, aim for their mouth. Worst case scenario, they give themselves a face wash. Best case scenario... Not a big deal. Yeah, it's water. Um, However, well, it's not water. It's still urine, let's be clear, but it's (laughs) water-like. However, for elderly gentlemen that may indeed have a prostate problem, we have invented this wonderful little uh, creation right here. This is a sleeve that will live over your penis at all times. There's a very small pump in here. You can see it in the metallic part. (laughs) And what that'll do is when you do indeed pee, it pumps the water much like a squirt gun and can reach of lengths up to, hear me now, Twenty-five feet. So not only can you hydrate yourself, if you're in a group setting with other people who are not hydrated, you, sir, act as a personal sprinkler for your group.
2: Hey, Peter, can you quickly register uh, dickwater.com? <laughs> you got it. I um, already did it before he came in. I okay. read the pitch, Good. the pitch sheet. Uh, I could Forrest, see that. I could see the social media. Go ahead. Go ahead, Peter. Forrest.
0: I, I, I like, I like what you've done, but I think you. Uh, might have overshot. <laughs> um, you.
1: <laughs> he laughs to you, himself. Easily, See you did there. Yeah. <laughs> you
0: you seem to think that you're going to be able to get the buy-in of the general public to a expose their genitalia just regularly in public. B drink. I mean from all for all intents and purposes their own urine in front of others regularly i i i'm just not buying it how are you going to convince people to drink their own urine and pull out their dicks in public
1: and their vaginas and their vaginas yeah it is 2022 now you know we i would like us to be sexually neutral in discussing these things um Yes, you will indeed need to expose your genitalia to the masses in order to hydrate yourself in public. But think of this. No longer will the ridiculous act of taking sips of water from a receptacle like a (laughs) cup be necessary. Not at all. In fact, you could be mid-jog. You could be out for a walk. You could be at a delightful dinner, and you won't have to pester the waiter. You Mm -hmm. won't have to ask Uh for a glass of water like some imp. No, yeah. sir. Sure, you sure, just sure. pull out your penis, lean back, maybe grab your vaginal cup funnel, and just <laughs> fill yourself up a nice body temperature cup of digestible <laughs> urine. I think this is a campaign that everybody me, can sir. get behind. This you is a strong
2: me. buy for me. I see, yeah. and I think we could help with this. A strong uh, social media campaign with a slogan. Uh, yeah. I could see really starting with the very with like the frat boy type crowd getting Indeed. the buy in Indeed. there. Uh, I could see the slogan, give me some dick water, bro. You know? Um,
1: (laughs) You know, we, sir, Mr. DeLuca, I I hate to say this to someone who is at such an executive level, but you and I are on the exact same wavelength. Thank you.
2: The other thing Mm -hmm. I'm seeing here, knowing that about one in every 700 male humans uh, has a condition called micropenis, which is, you know, where the the penis is very, very small. Uh, I think we could have an accompanying line of products. Um, that sort of gives a a better appearance, maybe a shell that that Mm. would be very expensive, several thousand dollars that would go over the micropenis, extract the water and so that you could still shoot it into your mouth in public where you may have been embarrassed
1: prior to this. Makes sense. And no longer would you need to be embarrassed because you would be covering up that Disgra- That's disgrace of a micro penis <laughs> with the sheath that you're referring to.
0: That is penis shaming, sir. By the way, dickwater.com
2: is available for nine ninety five right now. Nobody owns it. <laughs> Uh, my guess is 10 minutes after this podcast goes out, it will no longer be available. I want to see what the brosters
0: come up with for dickwater.com. Uh,
2: <laughs> if I know fun. our brosters, it will be a fully operating website within yes. a couple weeks here.
1: No question. Yeah. With, with products for sale, um, probably
0: something about Neil waters on it.
2: <laughs> uh, I have a meeting in five minutes. Can we squeeze in a battle?
0: Let's. Sure. Yeah. You got Quick battle. for us? Set Quick it up. Oh, yeah. Let Let's, me hear hear the the Let's hear the jing. Let's hear the jing.
2: Thanks, M. Okay. K. Love you.
1: I think I know what time it is.
2: Ooh, it's time. Time. The, what? the Yeah, baby. <laughs> battle royal. Thank you. Here we go. Simple, fun, clean, creating a creature, head, body movement. Let's call it arms, legs, fins, whatever you yep. want to give it, right? Yep, Head, yep, body, yep. movement. Yep. Our three creatures will be competing in a triathlon, so you must build a creature that can run, swim, and cycle its way to victory. Genius. Cycle. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Head, body, movement. Are we Forced. doing a toad draft? I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. A <rattlesnake> draft? <laughs> Forrest, since you know animals the best, please go first, because I have no idea what I'm going to
1: Absolutely. I am going to kick this off. The hardest component of the triathlon from the Animal Kingdom perspective has got to be the cycling. Yep. So I am going to start this with some meaty old kangaroo legs. I'm going to put some kangaroo oh, legs as my base. I just feel like those little fuckers can just just whoosh, fly by.
2: Smart. <laughs> that, that's a strong pick. Thank Peter, you. since you okay. don't know how it works when you're on the ends, why don't you go in the middle? <laughs> all right.
0: yeah, that's true. Uh, all right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Jesus Christ. Uh, this is tough. I'll go with the movement of a fucking. Uh, hold on, God damn it! I need a minute. I have to think about it because it's tough. It's been a minute. I know. Yeah, all right. It's been uh, several. I, I, I got. I, I just don't know. I'm gonna go with the legs of a fucking hippopotamus. They swim. <laughs> Oh, my God, is that, dude. Is that.
2: <laughs> okay. I don't even have any questions.
0: Uh, <laughs> God, nope. There damn are it. This <laughs> is too hard on the spot. It's too
1: hard. <laughs> Hippo legs. And that's. El- how is that helping you? Just sorry. Ask me. Just tell me. <laughs> Which, was, which one I, of the three triathlon Is it, events does it, are it have the to be my leg? final
0: answer? I panicked.
1: Yes, you've you've picked it. I, because <laughs> you said strong legs,
0: and I was thinking it's aquatic, it's in the water, <laughs> it can swim, it can go fast. They're just okay. the legs right now.
1: <laughs> hippos, just so you know, cannot swim; they actually run on the bottom. So that, well, there you, got you go. That. They're in got tomorrow, that. It's a very
0: shallow triathlon. We're not we're clearly just in, a, yeah. in a bathtub it's in a or
1: something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. All right. I'm also
2: going to start with my movement. I am going to take the legs and feet of an emu.
1: Oh, very nice. Long, <laughs> okay. small. Long, yeah,
2: long, strong. I think those will be useful in the run. I sure. think those sort of fanned out feet will do pretty well in the water, and I think it's going to be very nice in the cycling. Great. Um, now I've got, I need a head and a body. Um, I'm going to just go with very simple here. I'm going to take the head of a chimp. I want okay. a, a smart animal. I don't want it to be a very heavy head. Uh, I just want it to be smart so I can train it.
1: Sure. I like okay. that. So I've got kangaroo legs, and they are packed it's, on.
2: Uh, it's, it's it's turn.
1: Come on... It's Peter's turn. I'm sorry. I'm mean, sorry. I've written down here's, the order in here's the not thing. how we decided I, to do I'm it. Not gonna I'm not going to
0: derail, but I definitely... You guys fuck it up just as much as me. My, True. <laughs> my body, my creature... <laughs> fuck, I've, I've really saddled myself with these <laughs> legs. <laughs> like, yep. It's going to have the body, fuck you, of a hippopotamus. That's right.
1: Great. So your animal is a hippo, in other words. It
0: needs to be able to carry those legs. It needs to be, <laughs> the body needs to be big enough to, or else it wouldn't be able to move. So uh-huh. it, it needs to be a, the matching body of a hippopotamus. God, I'm so milk toast.
1: Yeah, you're, you're milk fish right now. Uh, you're milk carp. All right, I'm up. Um, uh, I think
2: Patrick's up.
1: Who started? Did I start?
2: <laughs> yeah, Forrest is up for two. Let's go. Who's on yeah, first? What did you, you even doing? go with there, Peter? What was your pick?
0: The body, my friend of a hippopotamus. Okay.
1: got hippo legs and hippo body. <laughs> Understood. It's going to so be
2: great at cycling.
1: For sure, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and, okay so my my next pick i've got the legs of a kangaroo they are slapped on to the body of a dolphin okay so you just got this full <laughs> dolphin body it's got the tail out the back on top of the bike kangaroo legs as soon as it's go time it's diving in the water it that tucks the legs up underneath it gets going okay. to add to my my kangaroo legged dolphin bodied creature I am going to give it the head of a honey badger, just because honey badgers are such tenacious creatures that it's going to have the mentality of something that'll just never give up, giving it the ability to win the triathlon.
2: Okay. Yeah, the dolphin body's a really good pick there. Ah, uh, shit. Okay, so I need I have the head of a <laughs> chimp. It's smart. I've got these great emu legs. I yeah. want a lightweight body that's going to be You're sleek. Missing.
1: This section right here.
2: Yeah. I want something that's going to be very sleek as it moves through the water. Okay. It's not going to weigh it down as it runs Smart. or as it cycles. I'm going to take the body of a moray eel. It's wow. It's going to kind of that's cool. slither its way through the water, <sighs> aiding in aerodynamics. The big feet acting as flippers. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. I see that. This. It's
1: got this long what body, this weird head, and, and these two big giant legs for cycling. That's cool. That's fun. I like that. Yeah. Peter, ground yours out with a hippo head so that we can call it a hippo <laughs> and move away from this.
0: No, I will not do that. Mine, friends, will have the head of a fucking pit bull. Fuck off.
1: <laughs> okay. How? Just, Just real quick, because I know Patrick has to go... How is your hippo body and legs, Pitbull head, going to literally do a it's single not. one of the three events?
2: <laughs> I mean, it will be able to certainly compete in the, the running race.
1: Yeah, slowly and in a very heavy manner. Look at this reverse you, battle
0: Peter. royale psychology. I have you guys defending my creature today. That's right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Christmas. We're going to wrap this up. Merry, Merry Christmas to everybody. Go on to... The YouTube, the, uh, the iTunes, wherever you listen to your podcast, let us know who won the Battle Royale. Let Not us know what your me. triathlete creature would be. And, hey, we haven't asked for this for a while. Maybe leave us, like, a five-star review, a nice comment. Let your friends read about us in your post. Yeah. Something like that. Or leave <laughs> us
0: a real nasty worded comment, but still five stars. At, that's true, you go. that's clever the yeah. wildtimespodcast.com is where all those links can be found If you want direct links to everything WildTimespodcast.com forward slash info And Patreon.com forward slash WildTimesPod At WildTimesPod for all the socials You know how to do it We know
2: how we roll Good day, gentlemen it's an attractive otter Ooh. mug, or is that a dog? That
1: is my dog, sir, painted <laughs> oh. by our friend Kim. <laughs> Very cute. Very it cute. It is cute. Good night. a Christmas present. Good night. Good night.